I'm Brenda Caldwell, a.k.a. Dr. B. Welcome to the Hope Zone, moving you from a place of hopelessness and brokenness to a place of healing and wholeness, a place where hope is alive to bring you more peace, more joy, more freedom, and more understanding of your God-given purpose. Let's enter the Hope Zone. Hi, and welcome in to another edition of The Hope Zone with me, Brenda Caldwell, a.k.a. Dr. B. I'm excited about being with you for episode 26. Can you believe it? We've been taking this journey together, and we're now up to episode 26 here of The Hope Zone. When you enter The Hope Zone, you're entering a place where there's hope for every situation. And I am excited. I'm always always grateful to get to talk about this subject today. I just, again, want to thank you uh, for tuning in with me. And I'd love for you to, you know, share uh, with somebody who you feel will need this podcast. By the end of this podcast, I believe you're going to want to share. But I'm just grateful uh, to God. I'm an instrument of hope in the earth, an instrument of healing in the earth. And I'm just grateful for the opportunity to come alongside you. You are my one today. Yes, you are my one today. So uh, today we are talking about this subject, words hurt. Mm, mm, mm. Healing from word wounds. Words hurt. So we're going to talk about how to heal from word wounds. And I'm sure you have heard this. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt. Hmm. Well, that's partially true. Sticks and stones can break your bones, okay? We all know that that is true. But the second part of that, the B part of that is not true. That words will never hurt. That's not true. That's a that's a spirit of denial, if you will. That's someone trying to suppress uh, their true feelings and trying to wheel themselves into not believing that what they were hearing uh, was, you know, in fact, some, you know, kind of, uh, uh, you know, uh, I guess strength for them. But no, it's not true. It's not true. It's not true. Because the truth of the matter is that <clears throat> sticks and stones may break our bones, but words can break our spirit. Did you hear me? Words have the power to break our spirit. And as I as I share that today, I, I just think about so many people in my counseling practice that I've been working with uh, for over 18 years. But then as a speaker, uh, you know, out there, I've been out there almost 25 to close, closer now to 30 years when I counted up so many places that God has sent me to speak life, to speak hope, to speak healing. I mean, when I go to schools, same thing, the bullying, the teasing have broken people's spirit suicide rate right now, second leading cause of death among uh, 15 to 24 year olds. How much of that has to do with things that people have heard, words that people have heard that have infected, come on, infected and affected their lives. And so I don't take uh, this uh, lightly at all. You never know who you're talking to, but I, I, I actually know who I'm talking to. You, I'm talking to you, my one, because I just believe when you tune in to the Hope Zone that you are being led by God, 
He knows exactly where you are and he knows exactly what you need today. So there's a right now word for you uh, today. And even if you watch it over and over, I believe there is a word uh, for you uh, today because words do matter. Words really do matter and words really do hurt. And we're talking about spoken words and spoken words are spirit because they're seed. You don't, you do not see spoken words, but so many people have been broken by somebody's words. Sticks and stones may break my words. I'm sorry. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can break my spirit. Did you hear that? Words have this power to break our spirit. And I remember, and I've uh, shared this uh, story before uh, that, when I was uh, in the first grade, uh, the night before I entered the first grade, I thought I was smart because I could spell big words. And then I entered school. I was so excited about being in the first grade because I was you know, told that I was smart and I could spell big words. But I ran into a bully on the first day of school, just as I was getting ready to sit down in my seat, all excited about being a new student in school, I will never forget hearing these words sit down dummy what are you kidding me these words didn't come from a student these words didn't come from a fellow classmates no 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 these words came from my teacher three words that changed my life in that moment i remember my teacher telling me to sit down dummy and i knew that was a bad word and a negative word, even though I hadn't been called that before. The way in which she called me dummy. Well, the truth of the matter is I was called dummy Caldwell, not just the first day of school or the second day of school or the third day of school. Literally the whole school year, I was called dummy Caldwell. I hated school. My teacher broke my spirit on the first day. And that is the truth. And I never got past that first day. I was traumatized. I remember dreading going to school and 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 running to my seat and hoping that she didn't see me. But every time she saw me in the mornings, she would say, sit down, dummy. You're the dumbest student I ever had. And you're the dumbest child I ever had. Get somewhere and sit down. And I was thinking, why is she picking on me? What What did I do? Well, years later, I know it really wasn't her. The devil was using her to break my spirit because broken people break people. Did you hear me? I said, broken people break people. So people who have issues on the inside where they are broken and hurt and angry and bitter, they take that out on somebody else. And so they're easy puns of Satan. Even though we don't wrestle with flesh nor blood, it's always with a spirit. But people can be human agents, if you will, of the enemy and be used by the enemy to break you, to break your spirit. And even if they think those words are innocent, even if they think what they're saying is just making some little joke uh, toward you, how many people have low self-esteem because of words? How many people struggle with insecurity issues because of words? How many people literally hate themselves, hate their skin, hate their body because of words? Something that somebody just flippantly said with their mouth. 
can put you in bondage for years and years and years. Words hurt. Words hurt. Words matter. It matters what we say. It, it matters what we say to each other. It matters because just like 50 years later, I can remember being in the first grade and remember that teacher and remember my spirit being broken. I'm quite sure she's gone on the glory and, and, and passed away, but she has no idea that I've talked about this story over the years. She broke my spirit. But I often like love to tell the ending of the story. My mom took me out of that school. I was so traumatized. She put me in a new school the next school year. In the inkling of a moment, my mom went in there and talked to the new teacher and told her that I had failed uh, the, 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 uh, the previous school year and I was traumatized. I didn't like school. And my new teacher, she was a godsend. My new teacher looked at me and said, mm, mm, Brenda? You are so smart. My new teacher said, Brenda, you're so smart. Brenda, you can do anything. And Brenda, you're so special. And Brenda, I believe in you. But my, my new teacher built me back up. My new teacher called me smart every day. She built me back up. She made me believe I could do anything. My new teacher was a godsend. My new teacher's name was Mrs. Pentecost. And if you know anything about the book of Acts, it says in the book of Acts 2 that they will receive power on the day of Pentecost. The day that I met Mrs. Pentecost, I received the power to believe that I was smart. After all, Mrs. Pentecost made me believe that I was brilliant. She made me believe that I could learn. She made me believe that I was an artist and she put me in an art contest. I won a whole citywide art contest. Years later, I'm an artist and a sculptor and an inventor of an art form. Mrs. Pentecost is the reason that I went from being called Dummy Caldwell. Do you understand? to being called Dr. Caldwell, Mrs. Pentecost. God used that lady who did not see me as a black child. She was a white teacher, didn't see me as a black child. She saw me as a broken child. She knew that words had broken my spirit because my mom told her that I had been broken. My mom told her how much I hated school. My mom told her that, uh, you know, I was deflated and I I needed extra help. And my God, she was a godsend to me. Words matter. Words can lift you up and words can tear you down. Words can make you believe you can fly and words can make you want to die. Words can lift up your spirit and make you believe that you can soar. And words can cause you to be afraid to walk out your door. Words have the power to lift you up and believe that you can achieve. And words can cause you to do nothing but cry and hit your knees. Words can. But the Bible says, death and life, Proverbs 18, 21 says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. They that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. We have to be careful of the words that we use when we're talking to other people. The Bible says that we are to edify. To edify means to lift up. It means to build up. It means to encourage. We are supposed to edify each other. He says, let no corrupt communication. I love that scripture in Ephesians chapter 4, 29. It says, let, let no communication, no, let no communication, let no corrupt 
you know when it's corrupt means you don't need to be saying it corrupt is damaging come on corrupt is corrupt is something that's going to put you down corrupt is something that's negative and bad corrupt he says let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth only that which is good for the use of edifying that it may minister grace unto the hearers come on now god says and then he says uh, uh, that we are to, to 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 love one another, to forgive one another. We are to build up and forgive, even as Christ, for God's sake, had loved and forgiven us. He said, "Look, understand that we need to build up and not tear down. We need to build up each other and not tear each other down." People can so flippantly. Has anybody ever just flippantly said some stuff to you? some words to you, criticized your body in some way. And, and, you know, they're just making some joke, but on the inside, you may have laughed it off, but on the inside, you internalized it. And then from that day on, it set up a stronghold because you believed what they said. And so now you have a complex about your body, a complex because they called you, they said you had a big nose and, and girl, oh my God, your hair, your hair. So, oh God, honey, you need to do something in your hair or, or, oh Lord, look at your big old legs or, oh my God, oh, you're just so tall or whatever they may have just flippantly said to you may have put you in a lifetime of bondage and pain. Words. I've heard some damaging words. I've had some hurt, cruel words. I've heard flippant words. I've heard people say things to other people. I've had things said to me that it crushed my spirit and hurt my feelings. And I, I had to just literally choose, are you with me, to release it. I had to choose to. I'm, I'm going to help you before this uh uh, podcast in though this episode in because I have a special just affection for words and teaching on words and and God's just given me a special love for the power of spoken words and understanding a keen uh, uh but yet simple uh application of the of, of words I just understand words are spirit you hear me but you don't see these words that are coming out of my mouth words that come out of your mouth, they go into your spirit, wherever they're directed toward. Words that are prayers go up, come on into the heavenly realm. Words that are talking to a person goes into that the, the spirit of that person. Words, when you're talking about yourself, come on now, do you put yourself down? Are you your own worst critic? Have you agreed with some negative things that some words that somebody said to you and now are you struggling? Come on now. With self-hatred and self-rejection and self-criticism, do, do, do you struggle? Are you your words critic? Are you quick to put yourself down? Come on, I talk about the power of words, you know, often. Why? Because so many people are in bondage because of words. So sometimes what happens is people first put us down or make fun of us or may tease us or, or say some words to us that are hurtful and they hurt our feelings and we don't process, we don't deal with it, we don't, we don't uproot those words out of us. And then what happens is over time, we turn on our own self and so we become our worst critic. So I want you to understand it's, it's just so important because we've been doing the series on forgiveness. We've been doing the three-part series on forgiveness. If you did not get the full series or a part of it or none of it, you most certainly want to go back to the last three episodes and get the series on the struggle to forgive. I promise you, it is a word of life and hope and healing and teaching and truth. 
And I'm so grateful to God to be able to use this platform to encourage somebody, to bring hope to somebody, to bring healing to somebody, to bring encouragement to somebody who needs to understand that words, words. That's why somebody needs to forgive right now because of somebody's words that hurt them. They've not been able to forgive that person for saying some cruel words to them. Is that you? Is that you? Are you struggling to forgive somebody who hurt you with words, with just putting you down? They used their mouth and literally hurt your feelings or broke your spirit or wounded you. When I went to the, um, I had an opportunity to go to a prison in Florida uh, a few weeks ago and powerful, rich experience. I love going into the prisons. I love taking the the surgery for the soul experience into the prison. And uh, one of the things I ask is, I always ask this question when we do the surgery for the soul experience, uh, it, and, and we always have people to come up. Nobody's forced to come up. People always want to participate. Uh, and, and it's stand on the line. If you can tell me today, the worst thing that has ever been said to you, the worst thing that's ever been said to you that still haunts you. Tell me something. Tell us something that you have heard that some words that you have heard that somebody said to you that to this day still haunts you. And in the prison, several men participated, several men. But that last young man is the one that stood out the most to me because he appeared to be maybe 30 something years old, but he said the worst thing that has ever been said to him is that he was in juvenile. He had gone to juvenile, uh, juvenile. He had gotten in trouble. So his mom was picking him up. Um, they're, they're getting ready to leave juvenile. Just as he got in the car, his mom looked at him and said, I should have flushed you. Can you imagine that? I should have flushed you. In essence, I should have gotten rid of you before you ever got into trouble. I, I, you shouldn't have even been born. You, you're just a, a, a mess up. You, you're just so bad or you're just so uh, 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 nothing that, that I just should have flushed you. You don't even matter. You're nothing. You, you're, I don't even want you. I should have flushed you when I had a chance. Words. Words. With tears in his eyes. He shared that that was his first time ever saying that out loud. And he said it in front of 100 men. I'm so proud of him. It took courage to say that, to, to get that pain out of him just by opening up his mouth and exposing those evil words. I was able to help the young man understand because I know he had kept that at least about 20 years. It looked like from his age that he appeared from time that he was 14 years old. And so those words broke his spirit and obviously sent him and set him up uh, to get into criminal behavior, which ended him up and landed him in prison. Words. Some of the other men talked about being told when they was young, they were going to end up in prison. Words cursed them. Go right on there into prison. One young man talked about it where his father said, you're just going to be, you're a piece of S-H blank because I'm a, I'm a, 
I'm a S. Words. But I want you to know something powerful that happened to those men. I was so proud of every last one of them. The men participated in the forgiveness wall. I was able to help them understand by the power of God, just being a vessel of the Lord, that for the young man that whose mother called, told him he was, should have been flushed, she could only, she couldn't give him what was not given to her. She, she, somebody broke her. It was either her mother, her daddy, somebody broke her. Broken people break people. So she broke her own son's spirit with words that, that cursed his life and caused him to live up under that curse and that bondage. But I helped him to understand that if he would choose to forgive her and release her and, and, and we let us cancel the curse. Let's let's fall out of agreement with the lie that you should have been flushed. No, no, you were born for purpose. Every last one of them, I told them, they were born for purpose. Even though they may have made mistakes and made bad choices and ended up in prison, they still have purpose. You can be in prison and still fulfill a purpose. You, come on, can be locked up. Come on, but if you get up, wake up and look up, God can still fulfill a purpose in your life. But words can wound you. And so how do we heal from word wounds? I want you to understand we have power within us because people will say things to us. And if we don't know how to reject or refute what someone says, then their words, their lies can become our truth. Listen, Romans 3, 3 4 says, let what God says be true and every man a liar. Let what God says be true and every man a liar. Break it down, Dr. B. Okay, you asked, I will. If God says that we are fearful and wonderfully made in his image, if God says that we are uh, 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 the head and not the tail, above and not beneath, if God says that we're the apple of his eye, if God says that he knew us when we were in our mother's womb and he sanctified us and set us apart and created us for a, a purpose and that he knows the plans that he has for us is to prosper us and not to harm us and give us hope and a future. If God has all of these powerful promises and, and if God affirms us and calls us wonderful but a man calls us worthless somebody is lying and i can assure you it's not god come on he says what my word he says what i say out of my word he says let my word my mouth let let what i say about you be your truth <laughs> and and what every man every human has to say to you let that be a lie come on let it be a lie so if you've agreed with negative things about yourself that you have been told and you put your own self down and turned on your own self, well, it's turn time for you to stop turning against yourself. Come on, somebody, and turn back to yourself and say, I fall out of agreement with the covenant. I break the covenant with every lie that I have believed. I break the covenant with low self-worth and self-rejection and self-criticism. I break the, the covenant with self-hatred. These words that I've heard 
all my life or for many years, or if I, I've heard that my ex-husband said to me, my ex-wife said to me, my ex-friend said to me, my coworker said to me, my boss said to me, my mother said to me, my daddy said to me, my sister said to me, my brother said to me, it does not matter whose words, whose mouth was used. Are you with me? Come on now. You hear my passion coming out. I'm still talking to you, my one. I just have a lot of passion when I talk about words because I know that words can break your spirit. I know that words can cripple and words can just assassinate. Murder by mouth. I talk a lot about murder by mouth. Most crime that happens does not first happen with a, a, a gun. It happens with a tongue and the bullets are right here in the mouth. Come on now. How many people have been killed? How many dreams have been killed? How many people's self-esteem have been killed? Come on now. How many people literally have just been destroyed by somebody's words? Is that you? Flip the script. Have you out of ignorance used your mouth to assassinate? Have you hurt people with your words? Have you been cruel with your, with your words? The Bible talks about the tongue being the smallest member of the entire body, but it's the most deadliest. It's the most dangerous. It, it's, 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 it's so small, but it can do so much damage. You want to be mindful and humble yourself and repent. If you've used your own mouth to criticize or to hurt, or if, uh, uh, if you've put your children down, if you've put your spouse down, if you put your loved one down, if you've, uh, you know, if you've talked too much, if you've said cruel things, if you've made fun of people, be real and humble yourself and ask God to help you and to repent and, and really get real and say, God, I realize Dr. B is right. I have myself. I've wounded people with my mouth. I, I've allowed my, my words to hurt others. Are you smart talking? Are you, you got such quick wit, but you are uh, 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 sarcastic or you uh, quick to criticize somebody? Come on, be honest now. See, see, I want to grow. Do you want to grow? See we, we, see, we don't grow with dessert. Come on. We grow with with vegetables, we we grow with 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 with, with salads. We we grow with with, uh, with 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 meat that that gives us protein. We need to eat the kind of food that helps us grow. And so, if you're listening to the Hope Zone, you can always get a word of upliftment and encouragement and and inspiration. But my prayer is that you get a word that helps you grow, that challenges you in love, in love, and all that we do. It needs to be done in love but that it helps you grow. Come on. That it helps you challenge yourself and realize I need to humble myself. I need to repent. I need to acknowledge I have hurt so-and-so with my mouth. I've hurt somebody with my mouth. I, I need to repent. And then I, I need to humble myself and extend mercy and forgive the people who have wounded me with words. So as I close out, I want you to understand this. There are four words that you can literally say when someone has said some words to you. Uh, first of all, we want to forgive. And I, I'm telling you, I'm so excited about October 7th, Saturday, October 7th, which is coming up very soon. I'm just so excited about the opportunity for anyone anywhere in the country to converge here uh, in the Memphis area, the greater me metro area, 
and go through the surgery for the soul experience. I'm excited about it. If you don't know about it, if this is your first time uh, listening, listen, it is an amazing opportunity. There's an event that has already been paid for. The cost has been uh, covered. I'm partnering with Brown uh, Missionary Baptist Church, brownbaptist.org. You can go there to register free uh, for the event, and you will be able to participate in the Surgery for the Soul Experience, October the 7th, 2023. Uh, you can go to drbeempowers.com as well, uh, and you can get my book, Surgery for the Soul. I teach on the power of words in here. I teach you literally in this book all the steps uh, to being able to uh, fall out of agreement with lies and renounce word curses and renounce those words that have wounded your life and how to break those word curses and, 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 and tear down those strongholds. It's all in this book, Surgery for the Soul, Healing for the Hurting Heart. This book. It's also going to be available October the 7th, 2023 at the surgery for the soul experience. Free registration. I know that it's kind of filling up, but free registration. You can bring a friend, go ahead and register for it. It's a one day experience, Saturday, October the 7th, 2023. You can get the book. I'm going to be signing, doing a book signing, giving you a special message promise you it's going to be an uplifting word that you're going to receive from me. I love to do the book signings and make mine very special uh, to make people know that they do matter. So I want you to take advantage of the surgery for the soul experience. Go to drbeempowers.com or you go to brownbaptist.org, brown as the color brown, baptist.org. Org to register for the event. You can get a hotel uh, if you're not in the Memphis metro area, but you could want to come. You can get a hotel in, in this area and just spend the day, one day, 8.30 to 4.30, one day, and be literally healed, delivered, and set free of word wounds, as well as any hurt that you've dealt with. If you're struggling to forgive, it is all about forgiveness. It's about receiving forgiveness, offering forgiveness, dealing with issues in your heart of anger and resentment. And if you've been wounded by words. We're going to do the forgiveness wall. It's going to be private. We're not letting people videotape it and all of that. It's going to be an amazing, powerful, no judgment zone. You most certainly want to participate in the uh, surgery for the soul experience coming up uh, uh, October the 7th, uh, Saturday, October the 7th, uh, eight to five. Again, you can register. As I close out, I want to give you the four words. If somebody ever puts you down or says some negative words to you, you look them in the eye and you simply say these four words. I don't care what it is. They call you fat. They call you stupid. They say that you would never mount anything. I should have never had you. I don't want you if you leave me. You know, I, I, I should have fired. It just anything that would normally hurt your feelings and go to your heart and crush your spirit and cause a bunch of anger and bitterness and resentment and hurt feelings and just brokenness and cause all the offense that goes with words because words can wound us. You can look at that person and say, I don't receive that. I don't receive that. I don't receive that. When you say, I don't receive that, you're blocking the spirit of those words from getting on the inside of you. That's exactly what I would have told my first grade teacher had I known that all those years ago. I would have said, Mrs. Tate, I don't receive that. I don't receive that. 
I just don't receive it. You're a dummy. I don't receive that. You're the dumbest student I ever had. I don't receive that. So I don't care what anybody says. If somebody says something they, about you or to you that you cannot find in the word of God. I'm going to get my word. You can't find it in the Bible. I'm holding a Bible right now. Woo. Just feels good. If you cannot find it in the word of God, if somebody gives you some words that you can't find in the word, it's a lie. It's a lie. And all you have to do is say, I don't receive that. It's not even, it's, listen, it's not complicated. They won't even know if you're getting smart with them or not. They'll be like, I can't receive that. What you mean I can't, you don't receive that. I just don't receive it. I don't receive it. I've been teaching this principle a long time and trust me, it works. I don't receive that. I don't care what they say. If you want to put a cherry on top, you can say, I don't receive that because God loves me. I don't receive that. God loves my body. I don't receive that. You know, God loves me just the way I, the way I am. You want, you want to, you know, you know, you know, bring in God and, and put a little, put a little, you know, cherry on top of it. But when you say, I don't receive that, you shut it down in a smooth way. I don't receive that. So as I close out, <laughs> how to heal from world of words that wound, you choose to forgive the people who wounded you with those words. You choose to forgive them. You choose to realize they were pawns of the devil. You choose to fall out of agreement with those lies and you choose to declare what God's word says about you. You choose to, come on, you choose to. But if you need some extra help and you really want to experience healing and forgiveness in a special way, in a unique way, in a, a, a life-altering way, in a very unique way, God's given me something that I've never seen be done uh, in any part of the, the world. I, I, I'm just humbled and grateful um, that people really take to the surgery for the soul experience. And I encourage you to participate in the surgery for the soul experience. Again, go to brownbaptist.org or go to drbeempowers.com. If you just want to get the book, go to drbeempowers.com and order this book and it will walk you through how to heal from wounded words that wound and any kind of unforgiveness that you may be harboring towards someone else, towards yourself. If you follow the series, you know that it's been some extensive teaching in all of these areas, but I can still only do so much. This book is anointed uh, to do the rest. So I am so grateful to have been with you to, to, today. I'm just thankful and grateful uh, for the opportunity to come alongside, uh, you know, uh, precious, precious, soul, precious souls and you certainly are a precious uh, soul to the uh, to the Father, and and I'm privileged uh, to uh, pour uh, into you. And I always say this: um, no matter what's going on in the world, from our worst day to our best day, it's always a reason to have hope. So as I close out, do do this: hold on to hope like it's a piece of rope. Until next time. 
I'm so glad you made it to the end of the podcast. If the Hope Zone is making a positive difference in your life, please subscribe to the show so you don't miss the next episode. Leave a review and most of all, share it with your friends. And remember, from your worst day to your best day, there's hope in every situation.